Before we get into today's podcast, we would just like to pay our respects to First Nations people and their deep-rooted connections with the land. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded today. We pay our respects to the Darug people and their elders past and present. Hello everyone, welcome back to the fifth episode of Paradise, the official Parramatta Eels podcast. First and foremost, we'd like to say thank you to our sponsor, Sport Bible Australia. Shout out to you guys. I'm joined here on the couch again with my right-hand man, one and only, Olin Techers. What's going uh, on? Thank you for having me. You know, I feel like we're building this rapport. At- <laughs> uh, you want me to introduce Go on, you did guests? the intro. He's your, he's your yeah, roommate. You got right. Oh, well, you just spoiled it for oh, everyone, shit, mate. my bad. Okay, so he is my roommate. Um, maybe only select fans would know who my roommate is, so maybe a surprise still. He made his debut in round 10 of the 2020 season for Parramatta at 28 years old, making him the fourth oldest player to debut in the NRL era. Uh, he's played 22 games for the Eels and he's nearing 50 NRL games in total. This is an outstanding point too. He's an all-round legend and good bloke. <laughs> Great inclusion, I <laughs> love that. Ladies love and gentlemen, <laughs> Andrew Davey. Andrew, thank you, thank you for doing this, mate. <laughs> that's, that's a key point. You, know, oh, you got to be a good. It's in bloke. bold too, and oh, cal- like that. underlined. Yeah, no, that. yeah, love that. How are yeah, you? Well, yeah, well, good, good, yeah, good. First yeah. and foremost, what's it like living with this bloke? <laughs> it's not. It's not a. It's not a. Be around the bush. Oh, if we're straight down the middle, of, we don't have enough time. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, been, it's been good enough to stick around for five years. Yeah, so. five years is a, is a long time. You, you, you two must have like time. seen each other grow and like go through different oh, parts in life and all that. Yeah. Five years is a that's a chunk of your life. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We've been like brothers, really, mate. You know, it's um. Was it footy that drew you guys together originally? Yeah, so we never even knew of each other until we both turned up our first day at Parramatta training and. Um, there was me, AD and Junior were the only blokes who, um, who had any facial hair on them really. So <laughs> all the rest, I, it was back when Dylan was, was still probably 70 kilos ringing wet. And, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I think Reedy was maybe there, a few other younger boys coming yeah. through, the, through the ranks. So, um, me and AD just, uh, found out our way to ourselves and, um, just said like, let's be gym buddies for now. And, um, Blossomed after that. Just blossomed. Mm. That's exactly. Yeah. It's gym bros, yeah. doesn't it? You yeah. know what I mean? Never know how, how far you can go with the gym it was, bros, mate. It was late October when we started. Mm. We come in early. Yeah. Then, yeah. Um, yeah, through November and, and just happened that our birthday's on the same day. So. Oh, what? <laughs> so a month into being mates, yeah. we Jeez. sort of had something in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no that's, that's sick. And you, you debuted quite late. What was that um, process like for you um, joining the, the NRL quite <laughs> late in your, you know, uh, later than normal people yeah. would. Um, I think the experiences definitely differs a lot from your regular um, first grader um, being so old, but just not expecting to be able to get to that get to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said it a bunch of times, but you sort of think that ship sailed once you get to that sort of age. So to, to get there, it was more of a um, surprise more than anything, but... Um, it's more of a surprise overall, but mm-hmm. as you go through it, you step by step, and you you don't notice the enormity of it until you've you've sort of done it. Were so. you motivating them along the, the journey, Laney? Yeah, well, um, 
only met him, I think you were 26 when you joined Para, weren't you? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, 26, 26. 27, yeah. But yeah. yeah that, that year, it, we trained together for a few months and he needed a place to stay. So I was like, yeah, come come move in. I've got a spare room. And um, that year he played every game in reserve grade pretty much, I think. And we made the grand final of the yeah of the New South Wales Cup yeah. uh, for Wentworthville. And he got, he got our New South Wales Cup player of the year. So mm. he was unlucky not to debut in, in 2019, to be fair. Mm. Um, we just, I think I played every game in the back row. Um, we play in the same position, obviously. So we had me, Murata, Manu playing just about every game. So AD was just really unlucky not to debut that, that previous year. It's probably one of our better years as Parramatta with injuries. Mm. Like I don't think anybody or really had any yeah. long-term injuries that year yeah. at all. I did, I did miss two games actually. Oh, no, I missed one game with one the, game the avocado it. incident, which AD got to witness. I didn't see it's what pretty, was. It's a pretty funny story. Avocado. Yeah. yeah. Avocado. Tell yeah. me. Yeah. We were, uh, we were at home and Laney's getting ready for first grade we're playing that day. I'm not sure if – I think reserve grade might even had the weekend off. Mm. So we're at home and, and Laney's doing – just going through his normal game day routine of you know, making himself lunch just before he leaves. And um, for me, all I heard was – Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like a uh, like a silence. It's like, what's going on? And he's like, I've oh no, I've cut myself. <laughs> and I'm and I'm going, oh, do you want a band aid? I'll, I'll go get band aids in your room. I'll go get your band aid. And mm. as as I've come back from getting my band aid, there's blood pouring down the oh sink. Oh my god! <laughs> and the lady's sitting there staring at the ceiling, turning white. Oh. Like, oh, I think it's going to be a bit more than a band aid. Oh how bad was it? Yeah. Well, you can kind of see the scar here. It goes like halfway around my finger. So I was um, trying to pry an avocado seed out. Yeah. It was a really stubborn seed though. It's like particularly firm. Just wouldn't come out. But I was trying to do it with a butter knife. I know it's dumb. I've had so many suggestions since. Everyone's telling me how dumb I am. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I tried to like just do the standard horizontal chop, then yeah. the vertical chop. And none of it was none working. Of it was working. <laughs> so then I try so and instead of... Just doing something different. I still tried to get it out with the butter knife oh. by pressing it in real slowly, mm. and it just slips off the seed through um, my finger. Oh, oh no! And then, <laughs> God, it. it's just bleeding everywhere. It was actually gushing out because oh, I God. I severed the artery, so oh, it was my just days. Are you, yeah, are you pretty lucky traumatic to stuff. To like cut it off. Was it lucky that? Artery, mate. Jesus. We didn't uh, know what to do. Whether to take him to the <laughs> hospital, or hospital, or, or we ended up talking to the physio, and the doctor said just bring him into the game. Oh, okay. And they stitched him up, and he played that game. But um, <laughs> just before solid. he left, I was like, I'll, I'll drive. But just before he left, I'm like, I oh, just put my boots in my bag just in case <laughs> I might get a run here. <laughs> yeah. they, the they stitched case, him yeah. up, and he played on. Oh, no. Yeah, I was saying to him in the car, I remember, I'm like, you might get a run here, how good? <laughs> I was like, oh, surely I can't play with this. <laughs> I'm playing dumb, like, oh, yeah, well, fuck, maybe I should bring my boots. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know they're Come in the on. back seat ready to go. <laughs> oh, and I stepped. Is it, is that, um, do you guys have that competitive nature playing the same position? Um, you know, sometimes. Uh, do you think I like, think it's been more supportive, mate, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been like, because we're learning the same things mm -hmm. and, I had a bit more experience um, playing NRL when AD joined Parramatta. I think kind of telling him what I think about how to play and, and uh, things yeah. to learn along the way. Yeah, um, so I'd like to think I've helped him a little bit. I don't well, know, def definitely when I debuted and then those first few games, um, you know, it's very 
you're very nervous while you're playing your first couple of games. You don't want to mess up because you want to make a good impression and stay in the side. So, mm. like, there'd be scrums we'd pack down for and I'd be like, I'd, I, I get the carry here, don't I? The next day, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, no worries. You, you take <laughs> carry too, yep. So, <laughs> it was good to have him on the field too because I always knew I wasn't going to be able to be judged, mm-hmm. you know. He was going to be able to help me out. So, it, it was good like that. Uh, AD, so away from uh, f- footy, what, what, what kind of a guy are you? Like, what do you do in your spare time? Um, spare time, I'm normally, I'm really, um, like, I'm more about wholesome activities. Like, yeah. I, I've I come from the bush. So oh, okay. I, nice. I love, I love. Queenslander, ain't you? Yeah, Queenslander, yeah. yeah grew up yeah, in the middle yeah. of the country where we grew up with a dam. It was just dirty water. So, oh, wow. um, now that I get to live near the beach, I'm there every day. Okay. Mm. But, um, yeah, like, I love camping. I love fishing, full driving, like, any sort of adventure. I'm, I'm um, yeah, I'm always looking for the next one to. Spear fisherman, yeah. he loves his spearing. Spear yeah. fishing. Every, every day we go down the every day we go down the cafe if it's nice and glassy. Good day for a spear so, cob. So do you just you just grab you just put a, literally just you just stabbing a fish with a spear? Is it how oh, we've got a gun with rubbers, so ah. you pull the trigger and it fires a ah, fires a spear. I'll have, yeah. uh, have to give that a go one day, maybe. Yeah. Mate, it's I'm actually sick. I've never actually fired it. I've just kind of watched him, oh. but I've gone snorkeling at the same time. That's Ooh. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Where do you guys normally go? Is there, it's, actually, I don't want to give people a location. Forget about that. You know, you in, the, in the water. In the water. <laughs> in the water. Yeah, that's the key. S- somewhere. Okay. Um, six again. Do we want to go into six again? Nah, talk again? about, I reckon, getting to playing first grade. I reckon mm. AD's got a good story where, mm. um, like he said before, he doesn't come from your traditional... You're pretty similar in that respect as well. Oh, yeah. I grew up in the city and everything yeah. though. Like when you grow up in the city, you're exposed to junior development pathways and uh, junior rep teams. So anyone, even if it takes you a while to showcase your talent, you will get picked up. Yeah. Whereas AD grew up in a, a small central Queensland town in Emerald. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, he took each step of the way, slowly getting better and better, um, never realising that his end goal was going to be eventually playing first grade. Obviously, that was the dream the whole time, but uh, I think it's a pretty amazing journey. Like, do you want to touch on yeah. some of the steps you took? Well, like you said, I'd, Emerald's a small place. Like, it, So where is it, in Queensland? Yeah, it's in central Queensland, central in Queensland. the central islands. It's sort of like the hub of the central islands. It's very um, – it's all um, coal mining country. Oh, wow. Um, <coughs> and I, I, we grew up there. There's probably like 15,000 people in town. Wow. Um, there's two football clubs in town and then obviously your surrounding areas, which are an hour, an hour around an hour away. So, um, you know, growing up as a kid, we, we just I played juniors there for the Emerald Tigers and then um, went and played seniors for the other Emerald side, Emerald Cowboys, where I've sort of developed my love for um, in that team environment, being in that team environment. But, um, you know, when we were kids, it was... It's sort of weird growing up there because football was life there. Mm. Like it was, it was everything to everybody in town. You used to go, you play early in the day as a young kid, and then you'd stay all day and watch reserve grade and A grade at night. It's like a full grade, full yeah. Grade thing. yeah, yeah. And yeah, you'd yeah. have anywhere from, you know, a thousand to two thousand people there, which is a big deal in wow. in such a Small town, rural yeah, area. area. Yeah, yeah. So it was, <clears throat> and as I grew up. Football was always big for us. We always had a, a strong side. And um, as I got into A grade, it sort of just started to slowly dwindle, which is sort of sad because the area did so well from football. Mm. It brought people to the area and, and 
it sort of moved from playing football to, to being in jobs in coal mines and, and it started to move away from football and sadly it's it's dying out there. But like I played six years of um, A grade in, in the bush. Wow. So it was and that was experience there. Yeah, to give you an idea on the yeah. professionalism there, like it was we were pulling blokes out of the crowd to, just to make the numbers. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. As you know, a couple of our mates had turned up half blind and uh, you know they've been on the drink for the, for the day and turning up to, to play for us at night um the amount of times we played with 11 players wow. um and and being competitive at the same time you know because some of those small country towns were we're getting ex-nrl players back to work in the morning so we've, you know we played against people like Sione famuina barry wow. berrigan um carl webb um Players like that. Yeah, no, no idea. No, no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's before my day. <laughs> yeah. So we like it was sort of you just did your best with what you had and you you played footy and on the weekend. Uh, you got how did you mates. know like you were you were gonna get a chance at that next level? What was that transition period? I like? never never knew. Okay. I never knew. And it was only till I sort of just turn it up and play with your mates, really. Yeah, wow. you know, sort of I was. never th- never thought about it until um, you know, work started to like I'm a carpenter by trade. Mm-hmm. Um and work started to dwindle a bit in town and I'd already moved around a little bit and I'd came back and my parents had moved on to um, Mackay. Um, is that, is which that? is, it's North Queensland. It's not far yeah. North Queensland. It's the start of North Queensland. Are you a Cowboys fan then? No. no, <laughs> no. See, I grew up in the 90s when, when the Broncos were at their peak. Oh, so, okay. So, so Broncos, Broncos were, yeah, our team, my team growing up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we're, like being in Mackay, I thought, well, there's no point in me being here anymore. I haven't got a support network, you know, that's larger than the couple of mates that I do have. I might as well move to Mackay. And um, I thought this might be a great chance for me to progress my footy, just see where I'm at, just mm-hmm. to try and make the A-grade Mackay side, you know. Like it was um, – that was sort of like a, a little a little goal that I just set, set myself – and it wasn't even set myself. It's like, well, I'm not going to stay here for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I rang, um, I rang the coach there and um, – he was quite happy to have me come out and once I got there and had a little bit of love and care put into my game and um, just a little bit of coaching, I started to realise that I was actually not too bad at, mm. at football and I was competitive and it just sort of snowballed from there but I never really set that NRL goal. It just sort just, of just happened just just bit enjoying, by bit. Just yeah. your yep. that's, that's interesting what you say about leaving the hometown because, I, I mean, if you remember my thought train was <laughs> – Leave your hometown. Leave your hometown and get yourself outside your comfort yeah, zone because well, you can always come back. And, you such know, insightful. That's, what, that's <laughs> exactly what you Prime know. example. No, that's why he's here. So. He's here. The philosopher. No. He knows yeah, what he's yeah, talking about. So that, when you got to Mackay, how old were you then? Um, it was 2000, end of 2014. So I would have been 23, 24. So he's 23, 24, only just starting to play wow. A-grade in Mackay yeah. in a bigger town, yeah. really. And then from there you – Start going well in A grade, then get selected for Mackay Cutters. Yep. So I spent the year in um, in the local in the local grade there for for West in Mackay um, under Mick Baker, and um, he just happened to have a relationship with Cutters, um, the the Q Cup side there, and and it wasn't even given a contract; it was just a train and trial. Like come trial. come and train with us and see how you go. Those are always difficult aren't they because it's like you're you're i mean i've done it when i've played professionally well you're in the environment you're with everyone else that's almost like signed but you're trying to take someone's place almost mm, that's right so yeah you, they're you're, they're friends of you but they're not too close yeah they're to not real matey you know they're, they're, they're thinking mm, this guy could probably take my spot i'm not going to be overly 
generous about my time yeah. I spent with him. But um, I was lucky that the guys that I got to to go through that with were all tradesmen, mm. were all soul of the earth blokes who just they, they were just there to play football as well, you know, as as a, as a hobby, um, which I was too at that point. It was just just the next step. Mm-hmm. So went on to get a contract with them and. Um, Got rookie of the year. I was probably the oldest rookie they've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I was like 25 years old. Matter, He's breaking all the records yeah. for oldest player to do <laughs> X. Yeah. <laughs> so my whole my whole career, I'm just being told how old I am. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we I spent two years at the Cutters there and um, captain them in my second year. Um, and then Christian Wolf actually brought me up to the Blackhawks. Um, He's the assistant coach for Wayne Bennett now. Yes, yeah. yeah, so at Dolphins. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, and I played a year under him, and and then it just sort of took off. Like the the, the more love I got given, the more I responded to. And, and the how in a, how important were the coaches along each step of the journey? Because that's what I'm really curious to know. Because obviously, when you came from that small town, you didn't really have an idea of how good you were until you went somewhere else. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It was um, every coach definitely had their. Um, their part in my development, like, and whether it was good or bad, it was an essential part of my development. Not, probably not just as a, a player, but a person as well, mm-hmm. and how to deal with those people, um, and what you get out of those people, and how how they can get the best out of you. So, um, when I first moved there, it was, it was a bit of tough love. Like, you know, we play football here. We don't come here to hang out. We play football here. So, um, you got used to. That it wasn't even a professional, mm. <laughs> it wasn't even a professional environment. <laughs> it, was it was just, just like it's just we're not going to take your shit. Yeah, just yeah, get yeah. it done. Get the best, best way sometimes. Yeah, to be just hard ass. And there's yeah. and there's coaches that I didn't get along with. Of course, there's there's coaches I didn't get along with. Would we're now mates later on, but um, there's times where you butt heads and you just have it out and you just get on with the yeah. dog. And um, I think being older, I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times if you have a young kid and he's scorned. He'll turn his back. Oh, and take it very personal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I was, I was, I was lucky enough to be able to see what what we were trying to achieve. And go, oh, it's just some people don't get along, and we're all okay. trying to we're all trying to succeed in our own way. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's, a, it's an amazing journey, to be honest. It's, it's interesting seeing how everyone on the team has kind of you know had s- s- different journeys, but everyone's you know come together. Yeah, there's so many different paths you can take. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. I wonder how many more potential Andrew Davies or Jermaine Hopgoods there are out there just mm-hmm. kind of playing local A-grade footy who, mm-hmm. if you get that love, if you get that development put into them, um, there's potential there for success, you know. So for sure. I think it's important that we continue uh, developing our, our pathways and putting money into e- expanding and growing the game out in those those grassroots areas. Um, what do like you think AD about the, um, <coughs> the Vegas thing that's been confirmed? That's the game it's round next one. Year. I think it's been, it's been confirmed. In it. it's, I can't. There's four teams in it. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Is Man, in it. Manly's going nah. over. Manly's Manly, been. Brisbane, South Roosters. Probably. Yeah. I think yeah. not exactly grassroots, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I reckon those teams will be looking forward to it. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoy. pretty yeah. upset that we're not going. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. going yeah. to yeah. Vegas. Yeah, no, <laughs> I would have been right on there with you. Yeah. No. I think that. I think I spoke to my mate from South. He said they're going staying in. LA for a week or something beforehand. Ooh. So right, decompress. <laughs> yeah, decompress <laughs> for sure. Team bonding. Yeah, and then we'll just top it off in Vegas for a three week wow. I mean three night. Carry on three nights. Yeah, not bad. Um 
since we have been roomies for a long time, we have a few stories that we are able to share on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few ones that are PG, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, one memory for me that I think um, is pretty funny is the time that I locked him out in <laughs> on the back veranda, okay. on the, the balcony. Yeah. Um, so I have this habit where when the screen doors open, I would always close it and then lock it. Because if you don't close it properly, it can like Come back creep open. Yeah. So he's sitting out there doing some work on his laptop or something, having having a coffee. It's like it would 10 a.m. in the morning yeah, or something. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I have to go quickly run and do something for like an hour. So I, I go out. I, I quickly um, go to do that thing. And I'm like almost at the location that I'm going to. And I get a call in my car. Hey, Dad. Andrew, Davey, what's he want? <laughs> Oh, you dickhead. <laughs> I'm like, what's happened? He's like, you locked me out. <laughs> <laughs> On the balcony. Yeah. And you're an hour away. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, sorry, man. I'm like, I'll be maybe 40 minutes. I've got to do this and this. He's like, I've got to do a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Man. Oh, man. When nature calls, <laughs> I should have known it was like a, it was in the morning, and he's having uh, his coffee out in the, the uh, balcony. Oh, I was furious. Coffee, <laughs> I was furious. Oh, human head would have been gone. So I'm it, like, oh, I, mean, I had to quickly run in, get, do the thing that I was doing, rush back, and it wasn't too happy when he. I just start, I just walked in and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah. Man. How yeah, did you feel good. about that, AD? I was furious. <laughs> I was so, it's such a small thing, yeah. but it just inconvenienced <laughs> yeah, me so yeah, much. Yeah, I felt so sick. <laughs> and it, the wor- the best, like, and that's like the beauty of us is that nothing's ever too serious. Yeah. yeah. So soon, I was furious the whole time he was gone. I was like this. And then as soon as he walked in, he started laughing, and I just started giggling. Yeah, I couldn't help it. You can't stay mad at him. But uh, do you have any ones about? Yeah, I I was thinking about it. You tipped up, tipped up about this, and I was like, "There's, there's there's not a lot of stories we can tell. (laughs) That's going to be a play on." But I remember um, early days, (laughs) early days when I moved in, Mm. um, Lane's like. (laughs) I'll um I'll cook you dinner. And I'm <laughs> that's like, a Matt. nice gesture, lady. That's a nice gesture. I'm like, Matt, that's awesome. Sweet, he cooked me dinner. Yep. All right, sweet. What are you making? Curry sausages. And I'm like, oh, I've made curry sausages for years. <laughs> and live with mum for years. Yeah. And um oh, so I love I, he's just losing it because he knows where this is going. Yeah. Mate, oh. I'm I'm sort of just minding my own business. I'm probably doing something on the way, way to wreck oh, I'm sorry, as we're coming up to dinner and um he comes over and he goes, here you go, Cobb. And he throws down a plate of sausages and gravy. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That, that was the curry sausages. It was just a plate. <laughs> and it was about this high <laughs> of the plate. It was, it was like ten sausages each or something. <laughs> and full sausages. I'm like... Where's the rice? He goes, <laughs> what rice? <laughs> I don't eat it with rice. He gave me a box salad to go with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the package salad from all these, they're off half the time. But yeah, so um, That's a great meal, Lady. I, that, was, that was like my first time moving out of home. Yeah. So like, oh, now I'd like that. to think I'm a bit better um, in the kitchen nowadays. So yeah. I've definitely grown. That was part of... Uh, what we're talking about before, how we've yeah. seen each other learn and grow. And yeah, yeah. No, cooking that's, development's that's definitely that's, gone up. Yeah, that's yeah. Good, man. I love AD that. was like, you know what? I'll I'll cook dinner tonight. The next night, I think made us a, a nice salad. So you actually are you a decent cook? 
Yeah, I go all right. Well, it goes all right. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, sta- this, the, the staple diet stuff is easy. Like well, the, you know, especially when we're in preseason, it's easy. That's I do that stuff well. He yeah. makes um, my favorite dish of his is probably a pork belly bowl, mm. where he does like a, a sticky barbecue sauce with it, and then he fries up <coughs> a few potatoes, puts a bit of rice, snow peas. Baby spinach in with it, like yeah. a, a nice. That's, that sounds decent. That's oh, a, mate, delicious. Yeah. Come out delicious. Dinner that day. Yeah, yeah. So Please. I make sure that when I go to the butcher every week, I get the pork belly. Yeah, pork belly. <laughs> so and I go, your nights, Wednesday, whatever Chef else it is. It gets a run every week, at least once yeah. a week. Hundred percent. Six again. All right. So these are the same six questions that I will be asking every week from now on. Joffa did pretty good job last did, week. Did didn't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. He did a good job last week with them. So I will ask you the same six questions, starting off the first one that everyone wants to know: who's the biggest pest in the team? I like the way everyone's like, oh, I don't know, we're not really want to say it, but it has to be. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's close. Like, it's. Between Reggie and who? Well, I was going to say Maddo, but. <laughs> nah, it's Reg. It's Reg every day of the week. Definitely. He's just, he's just annoying. <laughs> like, you'd be minding your own business, and he's just like, he's like a mozzie that won't leave you alone. <laughs> he's just touching you, or he's punching you. Yeah. He just. He's by far the biggest, the pestiest person. Yeah. Well, everyone else who's been on as well, they just watch him be a pest from afar most of the time. Mm. It's, it's like us. you've been in the gym group. <laughs> yeah, he's in us. my gym group. Yeah, okay. he's in my gym group, so oh, he knows okay. firsthand. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's so close kind of to the action. Yeah. Everyone else is just sort of watching what it you happen. <laughs> you it's me and Laney getting it. You like copying it? Yeah. Second question: Your all-time favorite movie? Um. Oh, probably it's anything with Denzel in it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's me as well. I'm a he's big Denzel fan. Yeah, yeah, he's big, a gangster big, man. Oh, that, actually, American Gangster, I think Ooh, it is. Oh, yeah, Cracker yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Train, all his old Training stuff. Day. Training, Training Day. day. Oh, remember, yeah. remember the Titans? Grouse. Equalizer. Equalizer. New one's coming out. Third one, too, isn't it? Not out yet. Equalizer. Third one coming out soon, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Only movie with Denzel's. He's a winner. W yeah. for me for sure. So. He can play the same role too in every movie. It yeah. just never gets it's old. Basically right? the same every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, exact same guy. Uh, all right, next one. Any game day superstitions or rituals? Um, I just adopted all of yours because we're always together. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is? So, uh, <laughs> no, we'll have brekkie in the morning. Yeah. Um, after moving to the beaches, it was always game day swim. Okay, um, no, you swim to prior to the game you go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh. playing at night, like halfway through the day, oh, I'll nice. go over swim in the ocean. Mm. Um, I used to be like really, um, very particular about how my my pregame went and what I did and and that stuff. But as I sort of progressed, I, yeah, it sort of got thrown out the window. I was just end up doing whatever Laney was doing because <laughs> yeah, right. I won't be lonely on the day. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love that. Just go for a nap whenever I go for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> See you in three hours? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nap, nap. Just sleep all day. Just sleep all day. <laughs> That's my pregame. That's okay. what I do, mate. I've yeah. rock up to the uh, game. I, I probably actually probably I um I journal before the game. Journal? Oh, yeah. like um what like stuff you'd like to accomplish during the game? Nah, it's just, just purely random. how I feel. Oh, okay, yeah, nice. and it's basically like a week. Like that week, yeah. and I'll just I'll just write down how it's like. I'm unloading a little bit, mm, nice. and then I can go and I feel like I go into the game. Um, clear your mind, yeah, clear, yeah. clear your mind. Going to the game, yeah, on what you have to do, being able to concentrate. Yep. So as soon as I turn up two hours before the game, I'll get that out of the way, yeah. and then I can get on with. Oh, amazing! That's an interesting one. I don't think we've had one like that, but that's a, that's really cool. I, like I think it's pretty similar. in when I meditate, it's like accepting everything 
for what it is. Mm. Like I feel like it's the same kind of approach and then just getting on with the job that you have in front of you and not worrying about what's actually happened. So it's a slightly yeah. different approach, but I think so trying to accomplish sort of the same thing pretty much. Um, if you could be trapped with anyone on the team on a tropical island, who would it be? Maybe we should make it not myself. Anyone else besides myself? Oh, yeah, yeah. Since we're roomies. Yeah, you can't, just be, you can't, yeah, be you, just normal. Anyone but yeah, me. Yeah. Trapped with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you, don't know. you can think about it for a bit. Think about it for a bit. What did say? What did he say? He said... Uh, he said Micah. I think he said Micah. That's said Micah. You can think about it for... Why does that crack you up? He just said, said he'd be uh, feel like at home or something. Yeah, he'd, feel at, he'd feel at home or something. I don't know. Yes, he'd say along those lines. Of I, don't know. Really <laughs> uh. um, I don't know. Everyone in our team's got velvet hands, so I guess I'll be doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I was to be with someone, it would be AD for uh, sure because yeah. he's a carpenter by trade. Yeah, he's so a handyman. He, no, I, like, I feel like he'd be able to... Yeah, Spira. Yeah. Know how to get food. Yeah. Know how to yeah. If I could take you another one need, of me. You don't need anyone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I just, I just enjoy the peace. I enjoy the peace and quiet. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> no one. For sure. Nah, I probably, um, yeah, Joffa would be a good one, I reckon. Like, I'd like to spend more time with Joffa just to ask him more about the whole Brisbane culture, mm. being, a, being a fan of Brisbane at that mm-hmm. time. And, Playing in that special game, yeah. Really. Which I mean, I don't have to be on an island for that. I can just <laughs> <get him laughs> <alone. laughs> for a bit. I'll just, just corner him on Mad Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my! Well, a few chats. Um, if you could be anyone in the world for a day, who would it be? That's a great question. Who, who did you pick? I always forget. Leo. Leo, yeah. Well, let's we'll let's, let's give out the reasons why, but we remember Leo. Yeah, the yeah. Let, let's let's give out a minute. Well, let's go with your one. Who would, Who would I be you for be? a day? Probably Drake. Drake? Yeah. Just to see what that stardom feels like for, yeah. like one, for one day and then just be like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, you know what? I don't think it would be that I don't great. think it would be fun. That's what no. I'm saying. I just want to be experience it. And then I'll be like, oh, wow. Different. I reckon it would be very fun. Like when, when Joffa said LeBron James, yeah. I was about to say he would be one of the busiest men yeah, one of the busiest in the men. world yeah. and then he wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Yeah. Without being swamped by people all the time, it's not. It's literally. It's actually not fun. LeBron so. would like <laughs> stick out of the crowd too yeah, enormously. Exactly. Like he wouldn't yeah, actually yeah. be able to do anything. Just Drake would be it. would be similar. You'd have to go with security everywhere. Yeah, probably everywhere, exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't be fun. I was with. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the guy named Chunks. He's a Chunks. Yeah, he's like yeah, a Chunks. YouTuber. So yeah. I was with him um, like two weeks ago when he mm. came over to do some stuff for JD, and um, he was talking about the last time he was here. I was like, it's weird. He can literally just say, "Hey." I'm at this location and like three thousand people show up. Yeah, wow. it's like it's weird to even Same. think that can that can happen. He's got like uh, probably like five million followers. Wow, five to ten all all together in all platforms. Does he enjoy that? No, he can. You can yeah. just tell he just <laughs> like he's like head down, doesn't want to. He just likes to chill. He's very secluded, you yeah. know. So I'm like, nah, it's un- understandable, man, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Damn. Who um, you got? Who you got? Yeah, I was gonna go someone like high profile, like. It'd be cool to be Jordan or, or yeah. Tiger Woods or something just because of the accessibility they have to, to anything. Mm. Yeah. But um, I don't think I'd handle crowds well because of yeah. where I'm from. Like I, yeah. I, I struggle living in Sydney as it mm. is. That's why I moved over to the beaches. So. Mm. But um, probably, um, I don't know, some people would know him, some people wouldn't, but uh, Brody Moss. Have you ever heard of Brody Moss? Yeah. He's a, he? um, he's a YouTuber and uh, he does all the things that I love. Like he's, he's fishing all the time, oh, he's spearfishing, really? he's Where does he live? Uh, he lives in West Australia. He's over near Exmouth sort of oh, area. Okay, nice. Yeah, and um, 
like his channel, Young Buds, is like, just sitting there. Just yeah, like I got the subscription to it. Like it comes through every week. It'll come through with a new thing, and I'm watching it. it. Yeah, oh, watching it. Amazing. I reckon that sort of life, that's secluded life, but like obviously, so many people. Like he's got millions of followers. Wow. So many people know him, but he just he just Still lives to a, himself. Yeah, a lot of real wholesome, real wholesome Je- life. Jez, the cameras, Cameron's a little bit like that. I don't know if he's an AFL player, plays for or. Carlton, oh no, Geelong, sorry. Um, and he he has a YouTube channel, but obviously not as big. But yeah. it's like he pretty much does all that kind of thing. Yeah. Where he just goes fishing, you know, he's by himself, does all that kind of thing. So it's it's an interesting yeah. lifestyle, man. That'd be a cool life. Is that the life you'd love to live? Actually, I'm thinking about it now. This might be something I move into. <laughs> yeah. you know, I've already I've already picked out a place up north where I'd, footy, love, I'd love to buy yeah. and and get yeah, out. Did you live that life, lady? <coughs> Outside the city, just you know, quiet. I'm, I've always lived in a city, mm. in Sydney, and then I moved to Auckland for a bit to play for the Warriors. But um, I think the, old, the older I get, the more I become interested in those wholesome activities and the, the less I gravitate towards crowds and mm. things like that. So um, I'd like to give it a crack one day maybe. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the only thing is employment and yeah. things like that, you know. But got to be self-sufficient. It's, really. a, it's a nice fantasy to, to have, you know, just have a nice little cabin away somewhere and – go do lots of wholesome activities out in the, out in the woods and do, do some fishing and things like that. We've had a uh, a holiday like that actually where yeah, we're doing some stuff like that. We went to North Queensland. North oh, Queensland. Yeah. We're sort of where the area where I grew up. Yeah. We, we went home to, to my home mm. in Mackay mm. and then um, we, we sort of went everywhere. Like we just toured right up to um, yeah. Woodjook. We we took the Cape Trib track in it, and anyone knows the Cape Tribulation track, it's horrendous. Oh, like, it's really? horrendous. It's this like bumpy gravel road that goes for like you have to drive along it for an hour to get from and it's Cape Tribulation in the Dane Tree mm. up to this Aboriginal community. Yeah, as bad as I say that is like obviously telegraph track and that sort of those sorts of places up mm. further up north are way worse, but Cape Trib on, on just your standard, um, your stock standard Ford Ranger. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got up to Woodrill and we hadn't had anything to eat. We were like, let's, let's go get something to eat here. And we've got this this burger from the tuck <laughs> shop <laughs> there. Like? It was, it was like just like, it? It was like an art gallery with <laughs> a cafe or something. Oh, really? It was just like a stale bread roll. Oh, and gosh. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it I was mean, horrible. I wasn't expecting anything worse. Yeah, but, I'm not going to be. Uh, Tally was nice. She was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, she was a lovely lady. We went to the uh, waterfall up there as well, and so most of the waterfalls there uh, in North Queensland are cool, and you can go for a swim there um, because most most of the other uh, swimming holes and on the beach and everything, there's there's crocs everywhere, mm. and and jellyfish. Yeah, that's so cool. very dangerous. But this one here was actually quite warm, and I'm like, you reckon I can go for a dip here or? <laughs> AD's like, if you want to get eaten, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like sure, get, I'm surely there's no breakfast. crocs up here, surely. <laughs> Anyways, we go to this um, art gallery kind of little uh, tuck shop thing and she's like, oh, you should have seen this huge croc going past oh here this morning. It was like a few there. hundred metres from where I was about to go for <laughs> yeah. a dip. I was right here like, double jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a good trip. That was a good trip. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I guess that goes into the, the final question was if you weren't playing rugby league professionally, what would you be doing? Um, <coughs> well, being older, you start to look at that, that sort of avenue, mm. you know, your next chapter in your life um, as you get towards the end of your career. Um, but, yeah, what I'd love to do, I'd probably love to be a YouTube channel. And just can't dream, 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 dream
um, rugby league to some capacity. Um, I've always wanted to give back mm-hmm. um, purely because of my story, like where I came from and, you know, I didn't have any help. I was just determined enough to go and do it myself. Mm-hmm. So I see so many kids from, you know, even kids that I grew up with are way, talented, way more talented than I was that never made it. So maybe if I can just give them an opportunity to, to be their best, they might then progress themselves into, you know, not, not only a sporting career but just better humans yeah. and just make better people. So I think um, somewhere in the in the realm of, um, you know, coaching kids in, in some manner. Love that. Amazing. Yeah, beautiful. Great way to finish it. Yeah. I thought, suppose. thought train? Yeah, onto the thought train. Um, what you got for us this week? Well, you said you weren't going to... Well, I said, well, all five of you said, like, prediction or no prediction. But, you know, you're going to go with a prediction. Go whatever uh, feels right, lady. Olin thought that his thought train was better than my thought train. And it's, but my it's, mom, it's my segment. About three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we made it for late. And I've overtaken. It's called thought train. Hi, Jackie, here. Go on. But, like, they've been predictions the, the whole season so far. Okay. So, um, unsuccessful. But uh, I thought... Long and hard about this next one, and I'm like, all right, I'm a basketball fan. I don't know if you are. The yeah, FIBA World Cup is is coming up in the next few days. It begins, and um, after uh, getting a bronze medal at the Tokyo Olympics, the Boomers looking very good for this this World Cup as well. Um, probably an understrength USA squad as well, uh, which w- would be our main competitor. So I'm going to tip the Boomers to at least make the final. Um, I think they've got a great roster and they can really make some uh, inroads in, in that competition. There you go, man. That's the thought train for the week. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're far off either. Uh, AD, thanks for joining us on the couch. Hopefully we'll, we'll see you out there soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment, all the stuff that you normally do, and we will see you next week. Thanks to our sponsor, Sport Bible. Got a